You're listening to Cross the Line 1524, the Common Man's Podcast. Well, I That's right, that's how it all gets started here at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy. Just one drink. Welcome to Cross the Line 1524. We're recording with a live audience as usual. Sit back, relax, and join Dwayne Bischoff, Jeff Montag, Ruben Hunt, and myself, Alan Stanger, for the Common Man's Podcast. Cross the Line 1524. We recorded this podcast on location at the Columbia Street Music District Grand Opening. Uh, it happened this past weekend, uh, but I'm going to tell you, we had a uh, somebody besides Ruben is in the barrel. As you will hear, somebody didn't have their microphone turned on. Sorry for the inconvenience. It was a great podcast, and uh, sit back, relax, and enjoy. All right, we're here with Cross the Line 1524 at the Columbia Street Music District Grand Opening in Meadowmore, Indiana. And so far, so good. we got a, a great little crowd getting ready. Uh, the Chuck Brisbane Trio is out there playing on the main stage. And my prediction is still good. There's no rain yet. So far, we're so holding out. I'm going to double down on I think you're wrong. <laughs> but... <laughs> Either that or the r- radar is looking. That's a pretty nasty cloud right over our right here, or left here side. Yeah. Uh, let's go. I hope so. That's what we want. Yeah. So uh, there's four stages of music. Uh, we just listened to man, a really good band. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> a really good band, yeah. Uh, you know, as you know, Metamore's full of. Uh, uh, That's a good word. That is a good word. Yeah, that covers yeah, it. it. It's an eclectic, uh, all kinds, you know, in the 70s and 80s, man, this place was hopping. You ain't kidding. Uh, and in recent years, you know, COVID kind of knocked everybody's socks down, and they're rebuilding a little bit. Go. So it's it's great to see. I mean, I grew up coming here all the time mm-hmm. as a kid, and, man, there was thousands of people here. It was Always. crazy. Yeah. Uh, so we... Jeff, I think, and Dwayne tackled this guy that's sitting up here with us right now <laughs> out in the middle of the street to get him on the podcast. So, Hi, folks. I'm Mike from Village Music. Well, you're talking about Matamore. There's a, a group here in town with a goal of making Matamore a music and food destination, and it's real possible. We're set up with – I've got a – a good start with a music store and a restaurant. A guy named Frank Black down here set up a great studio. He's bringing people in. You got what's going on here at the uh, music district. It's very possible. Good. We just need a little local support of people just to come show up. Sure. Absolutely. Just, yes, because once you get a little crowd gathered up, it's just like an accident on the interstate. What's the first thing people do when there's an accident? They go from 80 to 10. That's Slow right. Down. What's, going, what's on? going on? Yeah. That's right. Well, aside from being a songwriter and, a, and an author, um, I'm a storyteller. And it seems like every time that something like this happens, oh, first of all, i got to say 
This is really cool for me because last time I did something like this, there was one microphone and six people. <laughs> yeah. We're a little, <laughs> yeah. I got to back you up one more thing. The first thing he said, where are you from? Right here. Not, what town are we in, though? Matamore. Well, see, there's our first question. I hear you say Matamore, so, and we heard from Kat that if you're if you're in Matamore, if you live here or, or one of the shops here, it's Matamore. But for our listeners out there, if you go searching for this, it's Metamore. So yeah, don't don't M- type M A and it's M E. Yeah, it's M E M E T. Yeah, right. I didn't want to change it. That's yeah. Yeah, sure. Well, you can't miss it. It's right off 52 between Indianapolis and Cincinnati. There you go. Yeah, right. and there's no reason that you, even if you're just traveling, just drive through. Just drive through town, yeah. right. Yeah. Right. I, won't, I won't tell you to stop at my music store. I won't tell you to eat at my restaurant. Just drive through and wave. There you go. That's there right. Yeah. So I was actually going, I didn't realize, since, since you said you own the music store, I was going to look you up, actually. Uh, so are you, you're... Are you doing the re- uh, live open mic thing and recording it? Is it? I do a, on Tuesday nights, I do songwriters night. Yeah. And if somebody wants to be recorded, I'll turn it on for them for great. free on Tuesday nights. I think that's a great, great yeah. thing to do. Absolutely. Well, you know, well, especially with this equipment, you know that the music industry has really changed. You don't write song out on a piece of paper and put it on a cassette and mail it to Nashville. No, right. It's all files. Right. Yeah. Right. And, you know, so a quality movie camera with audio, good audio, that's how it works. Right. right. I mean, right. you can use your phone and you can put YouTubes out there. But I know from myself and my friends, writer friends, that just a few steps above the quality of your phone doing your audio and video can sometimes be the little extra hook that oh, gets absolutely. somebody to pay attention. Absolutely. Well, he's talking about we was talking about storytelling earlier, and it seems like every time that I have the opportunity to share something, something happens that creates that story. Now y'all just said you're local. Yeah. Well, you know about mushroom season. Well, oh, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. Oh yeah. Just had a those conversation are, with a So fellow. those things are poisonous. If anybody finds any morels, <laughs> bring them call to us. me. Uh, yeah. We will yeah. dispose of them properly. <laughs> yeah. That was a natural neutralizer. Yeah. <laughs> well, the craziest thing is mushroom season was over probably last week. Yeah. 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 So last night this guy says, Mike, you gotta come out to the apple orchard. That's a farm that we owned when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And I says, What's the matter? Because they still get a hold on me sometimes to show them how the spring works and everything. So anyway, I says, what is it? He says, you ain't going to leave the mushrooms back at the apple orchard. So I thought he's pulling my leg, tricking me. And I said, it's over last week. He says, no, Mike, I'm telling you. There's one pound morels out there. No kidding. Wow. So I said, I'll be there this morning. So I went out, got on his whatever you call them four-wheeler things. Sure enough, out the old orchard. It was morels, like you wouldn't believe. At least a hundred of them. Wow. No kidding. Where's this at? (laughs) (laughs) I've heard that they will grow really well. And I asked him, out of the clear blue sky, I said, have you encountered any of them blue racers that hang around out here? He goes, yeah, I see them every once in a while. He says, but I tell you, he says, I've learned not to run from them. And I said, did you see me stop at the gravel road? fill my rock pocket with rocks i said you see them blue racers throw rock as far as you can and they'll, they'll take off chase chasing yeah. it yeah well about that time 
Here comes a couple blue racers down the road, or down a little path. And what did his daughter do? Took off running. Oh, no. And I had my walking stick, so I run up there as fast as I could. And that's why I had to sit down. I wore out. And I stuck that stick down in front of them snakes and whoo, gave them a big tossing. And I picked her up in my arm, and there's a big old stump out there. And I jumped up on that stump. Well, here come them two blue racers going around around that stump as fast as they could. Start swallowing each other's tails. You know a snake will do that. Yeah. Wow. And they got themselves right up tight against that stump. And I set the girl off, and I got my alpha, and I took my stick and started rolling them snakes up off. They hit the top of that stump. is going like that. And, and we didn't pick any bear or mushrooms yet, so we had this big five-gallon lard bucket with a metal lid. Took that stick, and I threw them snakes in that bucket and put the lid on it. He jumped on the four-wheeler. He said, I'm going to take this back to the house. He said, them people at the house ain't going to believe this. <laughs> he said, they're not going to believe what's in this yeah. bucket. And a little while later, we went back to the farm. And sure enough, there he was, the lid off of that bucket. And I says, what happened? I said, where's my snakes? He said, we threw that up against the side of the barn. And they, the lid come off, and they wasn't any snakes in that bucket. He said, you pulled our leg. And I said, I put snakes, two of them, swallowing each other's tails in that bucket. I said, them people coming right here saw it. They come up, verified, yep. There's no snakes in that bucket. Huh. Now, what in the world happened to them snakes? Well, they ate each other. They ate each other. I <laughs> bet you they did. I never even thought about that. I never even thought that that was the case. Sure thing. Hello, Bob. Are you holding court? Yeah. Absolutely. Right here is one of the finest singer-songwriters in this part of the country. Give him that right there. Probably. Yeah, we'll we'll that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, fellas, I am just very, very happy that you're here. I'm happy that all of this is going on, and anything we can do. Like I said, you don't have to buy something. Just drive through and check us out. You know, we'll we'll get out there and we so, can do so Matamore again. Tell me about your musical background. Uh, okay. At five years old, my dad, tighter than Hyde, you could play drums on him, he was so tight with money, brought in an old Stella, red and black, about a little short one, with um, two strings on it. Laid it in the corner. I picked it up, started doing boom, boom, like just little things on it. And I played that for about a year, and I got to where I could, you know, I was five years old. I could do like Mary had a, you know, little things like that. And one of my dad's uncles was working with dad. Come in after on Friday, he said, "Here, Mike, since your dad won't spend no money on you, I bought you this guitar." And it wasn't much better, but it had strings. Mom had a piano, and we figured out how to tune it. So I was five, really, I guess, when I started. Uh, I'll be seventy. Wow, that's hard to believe. And yesterday, right? Yeah, in August. And, um, oh, Bob's still standing there. He'll tell you. I'm still, he tells me to put he my guitar. He tells, <laughs> Bob tells me to put my guitar back in the case. <laughs> well, he wants me to pick up the mandolin. We, um, 
we um we we've been doing some stuff like uh jimmy hendrix watchtower with an acoustic well two acoustics and bob's vocals and me on a mandolin and instead of just playing a mandolin in chords and chopping i just i just sit there and do a series of runs in the melody with it yeah, I don't know if y'all know Frank or not, but what? Hey, Frank! There he come. I just saw him go down the street. Frank's up in his seventies. Yeah, I will be. Thanks, Bob. So I don't know. You guys is too young to remember the late sixties, but there was a, a tour group in the United States, politically funded, called Sing Out America, up with people. Up, up with people. You see him where um, I was right. in that. We, we were just wee ones back then. We were just tykes. Yeah, yeah. I figured you was, yeah. Well, anyway, I was in that uh, tour band. I was a guitar player and, and a singer with them, and I did a whole year out there on the road, and I guess I was, that was the summer between my 15th and 16th birthday. Yeah, yeah. And you are out on the road for a year. Yeah. Wow. Well, eight months. Well, still, that's. Hey, when you're when you're 13, so 13 our listeners are going to be old. wondering what is going on. <laughs> We're outside those. There's starlings above us. Yeah, and that's what's what's that's what you're hearing. We have probably close to their nest. They, they got some babies up here. Yeah. Right. So I did the regular, you know, high school, do the play at the sock hops and yeah. uh, late. 60s, you know, they was uh, a draft by lottery. My number was three. I joined the Navy, got out of the Navy, had a VI or v, what's it, VA or thing. GI so I went to college. Bill. Yeah, GI, GI Bill. Bill. And uh, went to Florida, studied music at college, and uh, <laughs> went to uh, went to Mardi Gras with a couple college students and met some sailors commercial sailors talking and visiting and uh, I thought boy that sounds pretty neat so we went down to I met him at a big ship down to Harvey Canal and met the captain and he gave me a little piece of paper and it's called an intent to hire and two of these sailors went me to the Coast Guard station and got me a seaman's ticket went back to the ship captain hired me this was like 10 30 that morning 2 30 that morning i was on a 465 foot ship to hong kong oh boy. wow right. <laughs> i spent 17 years working offshore on the boats and retired as a ship's captain no kidding. is that right That's awesome. yeah so that whole time that i was working offshore on boats I kept some kind of guitar. Guitar with you. And I never got to where I wanted to be. And once I retired, I I took and built a recording studio, and I went to practicing and doing CDs and work and writing. And I'm still not the musician I'd like to be. People, Some people say I am, but I don't feel like I so, am. I'm working on it, yeah. So you have recorded material out? Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, you can just type in Mike Neely music or songs, and it's for sale on Spotify and CD Baby and Amazon. I can't, I have no idea. Would you, would you like to play it on an independent radio station that plays nothing but independent tunes? 
I, I don't I kind of think it may be I just well, don't know. I can I, I happen to be part owner of one called hometown radio USA oh yeah uh, yeah put your music on there oh boy I hate to admit this I have no copies of my music because the hard drive for my recorder system I can't get it to work well, if you've got it on Spotify, I can download I was it from there as long say, as you give me permission to if play you it. Go, if you can go on CD Baby is is the major handler of, of CDs, my music. Yep. Yeah. and But anything you find with my name on it on YouTube or any of these, feel free to do whatever you Good want. Good deal. And I tell people constantly, they say, well, this is at songwriter's night. Well, I'm afraid someone will steal my music. And the majority of us sitting around will say, yeah, and we say our prayers at night that somebody does. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Right. Yeah. So, and, and my work is all uh, with the Library of Congress. It's all right. in my Copyrighted name. Copyrighted. Yeah. yeah. And so I don't really care what people do with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we'll get you a spinning. Yeah. That'd be cool. Batesville Liquor Co. located in Batesville, Indiana, and Tebby Liquors in Brookville, Indiana. You know it's springtime. Before too long, it's going to be time for boat drinks. And they've got all the ingredients for any boat drink, party drink you might want. Do you have a special drink you want? A special cocktail? Can't find it? Give them a call. They might be able to get it in for you. Barrel Picks, they've got barrel picks. They have a couple new ones coming in. Of course, you just heard us talk about Old 55. We'll let you know when that's in. And they've got a couple other ones that'll be in shortly. We'll make sure to let everybody know when those are in. If you're looking for beer, you're looking for wine, you're looking for cocktails, you're looking for bourbon, vodka, tequila, it doesn't matter what it is. Batesville Liquor Co. is a place to go. They're located at 315 Shopping Village in Batesville, Indiana, or check out Tebby Liquor, Main Street in Brookville, Indiana. Tell them the Cross the Line 1524 crew sent you, and make sure to check out that bourbon aisle they got. There's some good picks there. Make sure you friend and follow them on Facebook. They have tastings that they'll post on Facebook, and they'll let you know when new products are in. That's right, Batesville Liquor Co. in Batesville, Indiana. Gilman Home Centers with 14 locations in Indiana and Ohio. You know what? It's time for your lawn and garden needs, and they've got it. Be the envy of your own neighborhood. They've got seeds. they got plants that have fertilizer and potting soils. Everything to get your garden started. Tool rentals? Do you need a tiller? Or a mini excavator, maybe, depending on how big you're doing? They've got them. Check out Gilman Home Center's tool rental section. Last but not least, it's that time of year to start fishing. And check out their fishing supplies and get your fishing license. All at Gilman Home Centers, your one-stop shop for all your home improvement needs. Check them out at gilmanhomecenters.com for the nearest location to you. Are you looking for a fun event for a fundraiser, private party, or bar and restaurant social? then head on over to letsdoatasting.com. Certified bourbon stewards from the Stave and Thief Society help lead whiskey and bourbon tastings for your event. Your guests will learn the proper tasting techniques and how to identify flavors in the bourbon. 
You'll hear about the history of the bourbon and the distilleries that the tastings are coming from. It's a fun and interactive tasting event. You can find them at letsdoatasting.com or on Facebook at Let's Do a Tasting. Get a group together and let's do a tasting. So, Mike, you, you retired from your travels around the world. Yep. And uh, and and then is that when you came back here to nope. southeast Indiana? No? Nope. Um, when I was out working on the big boats, I'd see these fancy boats out there, and they were um, charter fishing, sport fishing okay. boats. Okay. And I wanted one of them, so I did. And I worked out of Panama City Beach for several years doing charter fishing and um down in the keys in the winter sometimes yeah and uh alan, yeah. alan knows a little bit about that so uh, so what what key were you on almorada almorada i was in key west uh, bud actually Mary's. stock island yeah bloody mary's yeah no bud bud and mary's they had the big yeah. shark hanging out by the yep by the highway can't by miss the road. it yeah that's where i was right on at. the left hand side is yeah. your head so coach keys what years were you down there I would have been in there any time from 79 through 86. Yeah, you were long gone. I, I, I was down there in the 2000s. I actually yeah. played music down there. Yeah. Uh, so it was a great time. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I don't know about famous, maybe infamous. <laughs> Let's just, you know what I always did for situations like that? I would always say a reputation. <laughs> and leave it up to there, your imagination. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yep. So good deal. Good deal. So a stint at that, and then. Okay. This, I I'm can tell sitting. right now, we probably need to put another flashcard in here because I, I this is like a 10-hour podcast talking I, to him. I, I told <laughs> him that my shows take 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been back in Metamore how long now? Just since last December. Last December. Okay. Not okay. this, but last. Right. Yeah. Come I, back uh, here, do some retirement, live your life, and no? I live in West <laughs> I live in West Palm Beach. Oh, you do? Okay. okay. Yeah, that's where our – well, our, it's in Jupiter, just outside of West. Okay. Yeah. But if you say Jupiter, no one knows where – they think yeah. I'm being a smart aleck talking a, about a planet. I actually bought a boat in Jupiter and drove it to Key West, believe it or not. There you go, yeah. And um, my dad lives in Brookville. He's 90. What's Cl his name? Clyde. Clyde Neely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know Clyde. Yeah, he was up here riding his bike so down the street You today. have some brothers in the area, too. Uncles. Cousins. Okay, cousins. 60 cousins. Okay. I yeah. know quite a few. Yeah. So yeah. young Fred Neely and all that. Yeah. Guys. Yeah. Yeah, them's okay. all cousins. Yeah. Um, so you come up here in the summer and run your business here in Metamore? Is that? Well, I just bought the building last year. Okay. Um, Those are the new yeah. Um, I'm, I have a feeling that if I don't come up here in the summer, that dad will sit in that apartment. Right? Ah. He sold the farm. He sold right. another house. Okay. And he's very comfortable yep. there. Yeah. And there's no reason that I don't owe him enough to come up here, keep him occupied in the summer. That's great. So I had health issues last year. Wife would get me in a car. We had to rent a place in town, and I'm not a very good at renting. And so she would put me in a car and drive me around. We'd come through town. There's a for sale sign in that corner store. 
I know right where you're at. Never even wrote the number down. Called the guy. Six days later, we closed. Great. You talk about, I don't know what the word is, but things happen for a reason. That's right. The day I called that night, a realtor that my, a friend of my wife's called and said, ask Mike if he wants to sell that farm. I got people trying to buy that farm. And we paid for it years ago. It's just sitting there over by Marietta, Ohio on the High River. And I said, yeah, sell it. We'll buy that building. Work uh, if things Worked are working out, out like that, you kind of have to pay attention. Yeah, so we're here. Dad's up here every day. He spent all winter here with me, building this restaurant, plumbing, electric. That's, we had a ball. Him and I had a great. ball. Yeah, and the wife went down to Florida, and what kind of food you serve? We do wraps. Wraps, okay. She gets up of a morning and cooks muffins and scones. She has several different kind of specialty okay. coffees. Um, we do a pulled pork wrap. We do a taco wrap. Okay. We do a um, Reuben wrap, a ham and cheese wrap. Um, and what's the name of the place again? And rye. The, the restaurant is Depot Cafe, and it's all in the same building as the Village Music. Okay. It's 1904. Yeah, so it's right, right straight on, on the yeah, end. Yeah. You go across the bridge. Across the bridge, right Gala okay. Building. Right yep, I know where it's at. So now, Mike... Dwayne and I ran into you earlier today out here on the street. You're mm-hmm. riding your your electric bike. electric bike, and uh, the start of that conversation, you were telling us about you you have done some teaching. Yep. In arts, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And and so so tell us a little bit about that. What you were telling Dwayne and I. I was at uh, high university for I don't know maybe three years, and uh, taught a um, uh, talented and gifted students. Uh, okay. language arts, a little political science. Uh, and then in the process, I picked up a couple degrees in uh, language arts and English and uh, American history and world history. Uh, I like to go into school. I like going to college. I didn't get to go right out of high right, school. Right, right, And uh, so I'd have just stayed right there. But my wife said, you know, there is a life outside of being a student. And I said, okay. So we went and bought a 225-year-old house down in Marietta, Ohio, on the river and spent Mm -hmm. 15 years restoring it and um, bought the house in Florida and run into here. So, um, yeah, my life has been, um, well, I used used to work with this guy. And he and people, you know, you're on a ship and you're in the middle of the ocean and it's night and there's a storm raging. I guarantee your religion's going to come up. <laughs> right. And politics and religion, I always said, is we don't discuss this on the ship, you know. And um, but in a big storm, it'll come up. And there's old engineer that took care of the engines. I always smoked the pipe and I made him sit over and put the wind down. <laughs> and he says, well. If she breaks in two and goes down, when I get up to the gate, I'm just going to shake who's ever in charge's hand and say, thanks for a heck of a ride. There you and go. And that's kind of the way I look at it. There you yeah. go. Been so darn fortunate to come from here, you know. Well, it sounds like your, 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 your destiny ending here and then getting to spend that winter with your dad. I mean, those are things you can't buy. I mean, that's yeah. that time and that's right. memories are things that both of you will have forever. So yeah. That's true. That's true. 
Uh, yeah, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it that uh, whatever the reason, I have no complaints whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. That's cat out there. She makes yeah. a lot of noise. Oh, <laughs> he does. Yeah. Well, yeah, this is a big, big, big thing for her. That's great. And right. um, I'm just. They put a lot of work into this, and it's just the beginning, I think. I, mean, I, I agree. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, again, so for our <laughs> listeners outside of Southeast Indiana, whether you're in Cincinnati or, or whatever, and most people, a lot of people in Cincinnati know where Metamore, Indiana is and, and the history, this little historic town, canal town. But a lot of listeners, you come to this area, you know, this is, it's a, you know, this, it's a, it's a state venue. Right. Um, and they keep the canal, um, trying to keep the canal in operation. They have a grist mill here, an old, uh, uh, operating water still operate right water yes, powered yep. grist mill here yes. is still in operation and just uh, a lot of eclectic shops and what have you around town and and we were talking on a previous podcast with uh, uh cat um you know when we were kids just how busy this town was <laughs> oh, every yeah. weekend in the summer we would you know if you came up to town there were people walking around through all the shops and over the years it's faded a little bit and um you know this group of people now is is putting this together and there are several events scheduled over this uh, summer here to bring people back to metamore indiana and and uh and then and you come up here and just step out on the street and run to guys like mike neely here and then start hearing about his his history his background and coming back to to town to help help revive it and uh we certainly hope that all works out great well i, I appreciate that very very much um and you said it very very well it's the opportunity for the town to grow right yeah well, you know, I remember times coming up here, you know, we said it before, we used to swim at the water mill. Oh, we, yeah. Yeah, you know, we swam at the waterfall there all the time. And uh, people would come in and watch a bunch of us kids up there swimming and stuff. And the town let us. They never say anything <laughs> to us. They let us swim. I mean, the nice thing, things have changed. I mean, for a while, uh, experiences didn't matter. But now the generation coming yeah. up, and there's that lovely man swallow at the But uh, the generation now. Almost up the Laurel now. Yeah, yeah. almost yeah. up the feeder, the feeder dam. dam. Yeah. So yeah. If you're into hiking and just walking, yep. you can walk from you know, stay in the hotel in Brookville, walk to Matamora, get some bite to eat, walk around, off. and then walk your way back to your hotel. I mean, there's just so much to do in Brookville Lake here. There, I mean, it's, it's, it's a weekend away from everything but close to home. Campground right across right. 52 yeah, right, right out right here. here. That's right. Yeah, and there's other campgrounds yeah. close too. Yeah. So except, you know. except sometimes in the spring, that's a lake and not a campground. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, floating <laughs> campground. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But either way, I mean, there's there's so much to do, sure. so much to see here, and it's just a new a new beginning. You it's have awesome. horseback riding awesome. right up the street. That's right. You have canoe rentals. You have the Whitewater River. Yep. yep. Excellent, excellent canoe. There is and great fishing. You got the oh, yeah. this, you got this fork of the whitewater is excellent fishing. <laughs> right. Shh, don't don't tell too many people that. <laughs> I spent a lot of my life fishing this river. <laughs> so, look, here's the deal. You tell us where those that orchard is with those, with mushrooms. those mushrooms. We'll be hush on the fishing. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, oh. I tell you, but I'm afraid you get tangled up in black and blue racer snakes that, you know. The magical snakes that disappear in the bucket. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Eastern hognose snake. You ever dealt with those? Yeah. They play dead? Yeah. So this, you have to pick one up. Yeah. Well, actually, here's a story. My kids were young. They called me. My, my youngest calls me. You know, this is 20 years ago. Dad, there's a king cobra in the backyard. <laughs> I'm like, there's no king cobra. I said, Dad, I'm telling you, you know. So I, I get home from work, and so there's a little snake, and, and, and it yeah, gets up like out. this, yeah. spits his tongue up. out. He just says, see, Dad, it's a king cobra. I said, that's no king cobra. Uh, I said, but give me a shovel. I don't want it up here with you kids. So I whacked it with a shovel pretty hard. Boom. Dead. Tongue hanging out, whole nine yards. So I'm like, that was pretty cool. So I put it in a Schwann's ice cream gallon bucket. Remember those yeah. things? Yeah. Put it in there, put a lid on I was going to take it to work to show the guys at work. Check this snake out because it's, it's very colorful. Yeah, they, they are. are, they are, they are. Red. Right. Yeah. Very rare to see them, I too. get to work the next morning. I open the lid on that bucket. That thing's as live as can be. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? So I type on it. Snakes in Indiana. It's like Eastern Hognose. <laughs> Characteristics, it'll rear up like a cobra to try yep. to scare you. If that doesn't work, it'll play dead. <laughs> <laughs> I got to see it all. Yeah. I can tell you, I've only seen like maybe one in my life. Yeah. 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 Oh, they're cool. I've seen a couple. Yeah. Do you know that snake whacking is almost a lost art? That's right. Yes. Yeah. You're snake what? Whacking. whacking. Whop. <laughs> yeah. I, I, that's You're like, you get in trouble for killing them nowadays. Yeah. I read this yeah. article where they turned loose a thousand, oh, copperhead eggs. They took a thousand copperhead eggs out to this state park for the turkeys. Yeah. Oh, yeah, depopulate the turkeys. Yeah, depopulate yeah. the turkeys. Yeah. Yeah. So this guy's out there with his family hiking. There's a copperhead. He kills it. He gets fined $5,000. <laughs> so we did a podcast about raccoons. So I had a raccoon nope. problem at oh, my yeah. place. So yeah. I did the only uh, honorable thing. I would catch them and I, I uh, euthanized them. Here, I'll be nice. Because I know I'm going to get back from uh-huh. listeners again. So we talked about it on the air. And then there's like 10 of them you know in a month period so we had listeners fire back hey that's against oh, yeah. the law well guess what in the state of indiana you catch a raccoon you want to get rid of it they don't they tell you explicitly not to relocate it and to euthanize it because yep. mm-hmm. they have so many diseases well yeah. I was following it to yeah. the letter of the and, law. And, and, yep. and, and you were saving your chickens that's right saving chickens <laughs> yeah yeah so so, Mike, it's been it's been really good talking with you. I tell you, um, you know, and it's one of those things. I think you know, it's the things that we miss about little towns like this. I mean, we come up here and we're just kind of getting ready and setting up, and just run into the the local people here in oh, town, yeah. just yeah. up and down the street, yeah. and guys like Mike. And, it's a colorful community. It is that, and um, it always has been. It's all. It always yeah. has been. I build um, guitars out of cigar boxes. I do like a hundred, build like 130 a year. And I've built my little shop up in the corner by the big window. And I can sit by that window and watch this town. And sometimes I'll catch myself saying, Michael, you have to get back to work. I just sit there and watch. Just so watch. wait a minute. You're you're actually retired, right? Mm-hmm. So you really don't have to get back to work. <laughs> Enjoy what you got to do. I don't know how people retire and sit in the recliner. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's not me either. Yep. 
Be yeah. well on the other. Uh, it's the, nice to sit back and enjoy the scenery when you can, but you still got to have something to keep your mind busy. Yeah. And you're yeah. And the other yeah. thing is, this little town is just in the most beautiful setting. You it know, is. it's got yep. the hills around it, and in the fall, especially, the, the it's just unbelievably beautiful around here. So, well, and yep. you know, it's very deep in family history. I mean, you get things <laughs> going wrong out here. I mean, people still talk about things that, like, even like we are, like, you know, remember the days back 25, 30 years ago, we came to Metamore. You, it's going to be, it can be revived. I mean, no yeah, doubt about absolutely. it. My dad lived right up there. In 1932, there you go. Third grade, learned to count watching coal cars go by. Yeah. Sometimes he said them trains that have over a hundred coal cars back in the 30s headed to Connorsville to the factories and the plants. Right. It was mm -hmm. all powered, you know, coal yep. and coal. steam. Yeah. Yep. Right. Yeah. He said that's where he learned to count. The store that my music shop's in is where he'd go get their school supplies. And the guy that owned the store cut a number two yellow pencil into sharpen it one for his, him and one for his brother take the yellow notebook with the red gum yeah take his pocket knife and split it and they get half of it three cents <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah wow. yeah but that gentleman knew that at that time probably they probably couldn't afford two of each right but he did yeah. that you know he knew yeah. what he had to do to help yeah. that family right that's right what they needed. So that's really well great. thank you very, thank very you much. thank you for being on here i had a good pleasure yeah Come up Tuesday to Songwriters Night. Bob will be there, Fine. and you'll hear songs that just absolutely make your mouth just fall open. You never know. Like I might how bring the guitar world. and add to that mix. He, he, how he did might. he come up with yeah. these words? Yeah. All right. Good deal. Thanks, Thank everybody. you very much. Thank you, Mike. Did you know that beef jerky is packed with protein and is considered a healthy snack? Check out Stanger Sugar Shack Gourmet Beef Jerky. 100% pure beef with no fillers or additive. MSG-free and most flavors are gluten-free. If you're eating jerky that has a reddish tint to it, give us a try and see what gourmet jerky tastes like. Our cuts of meat are from the brisket, not ground up, not processed, pure 100% beef. Our flavors include maple pepper, our original lakeside brisket. We have ghost pepper flavor. We have blazing beef sriracha flavor. Gotta try our speakeasy bourbon, our campfire barbecue, and our totally teriyaki flavor. Our favorite though is our old fashioned maple bacon jerky. That's right, we have maple bacon jerky. You can find all of our jerky at all the Gilman Home Center stores throughout Indiana and Ohio, at the Easy Stop Fuel Mart, State Route 46 in St. Leon, Indiana, and of course online at StangerSugarShack.com. Use discount code 1524 to receive a special 10% discount on any online order. Stanger Sugar Shack Gourmet Jerky, what jerky should be. We all know there's nothing like that taste of fresh honey. It's pure as can be, all natural. Check out Hoosier Creek Farm right outside of Brookville, Indiana. You can find them on Facebook at Hoosier Creek Farm. Learn a little bit about beekeeping, what it takes to get that fresh honey. And remember, how do you know it's pure honey if you don't know the beekeeper? Hoosier Creek Farm. Proud to be one of our sponsors at Cross the Line 1524. Are you tired of hearing the same old songs over and over on the radio? 
every single hour the same tune what's well, time for something different check out hometown radio usa the best independent music hits from yesterday hits from today podcasts and so much more hometown radio usa you can find it on the web at www.hometownradiousa.com or at the app store or on google play hometown radio usa reimagining radio and coming to you in your hometown what a great evening we had at the Columbia Street Music District Grand Opening. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the podcast. Uh, as you heard um, or didn't hear, uh, Dwayne was a little quiet uh, during the podcast. Really, he wasn't, but his microphone was. But you could hear the birds above him, for sure. Uh, so the Music District has just opened. Uh, in three weeks, they'll be back there again. Uh, and we will be promoting that again. And hopefully, uh, if we go down and do a podcast... We'll make sure everybody's microphone's on. As usual, if you like our podcast, please leave us a positive comment and a five-star rating on whatever app you use. It just helps spread the word. So this was a, a double podcast weekend. We On Friday night, we actually interviewed Laird Niven from the Curse of Oak Island. He is the lead archaeologist, and we will be airing that podcast next week. You're not going to want to miss that because what you're going to hear is things that you don't hear on the show or see on the show uh, as far as finds that he's found. You know, the show kind of dictates when the, when they do the editing what you see and what you don't see. Uh you're going to find out that he found more than just a little pottery in the swamp. So, for Jeff Montag, Reuben Hunt, you notice I missed Dwayne. It's because his microphone's not on. Dwayne Bischoff, I'm Alan Stanger, and you've been listening to Across the Line, 